I'm Tanner Johnson. And I'm Jack Dodgen. We're from the Eastside Church of Christ. Teen life can be difficult to navigate. New emotions, experiences, pressures, and challenges shape what we understand about our identity. It's almost like navigating a maze. Twists, turns, dead ends. Uh, the race can be both exhilarating and terrifying. At Through the Maze Podcast, we believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we put our trust in Him, we can navigate the maze and build our identity based on who He says we are. And in the end, find life and life to the fullest. Thank you for walking alongside us today. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Though We are continuing our relationship series here today. Last time we talked about uh, the parent-child relationship a bit, and today we're going to focus a lot more on uh, siblings. Uh, Jack's here with us today. How's Hello. it going, dude? Good. You're doing all right? Good. Yep. Good. Um, I know it's been a... I mean, we're, we're off by a few weeks from last time, but I know it's been a crazy time. LTC. LTC and... uh, things happening. So, um, But excited to get back into it today and uh, talk about siblings a little bit. Um, I know that... Um, I know as we get into the stats, you know, we have 82% of children will live live with a sibling, so I know this is something that everyone's probably experienced. Uh, there's a lot of interesting sibling stories that are out there. I don't know, do you have any that you can think of, some, that are, some that are pretty good? Um, this is probably the best one that mm-hmm. I can give. There's mm-hmm. several. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, my little brother, uh, mm-hmm. who's only, there's three years difference, so yeah. not, not too little, but <clears throat> he wanted to... He and my friend wanted to go to the mall because mm-hmm. that was cool when yeah. we were still when we were growing up. Mm. Uh, not yeah. anymore, I yeah, don't yeah. think. Yeah. But he wanted to go, and I was the driver. I was the only one of the three that could drive somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I hate window shopping. Yeah. That's what they wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. So my decision was we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so the solution, I think my friend suggested it, but the solution was we had this, like, mm. uh, three-piece volleyball deal where you kind of put a pole in yeah, and snap yeah. another pole in and then, you know, bring the, mm, the net mm. across. Two of the shorter poles uh, were sitting out on the ground, mm. the ones that had been in the ground, so they have dirt and they're kind yeah, of heavy and yeah. whatever. Two of those are sitting on the ground, and he's like, you guys should fight with these, and whoever wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Whoever yeah, wins, uh, we'll, we'll get to decide what we do. So we... <laughs> Picked them up and started swinging at each other. Yeah. I don't know what our thought process was, like how this would end. Yeah, uh, yeah. But mine ended up dropping on my hand. It was top heavy, okay. fell out, right. all that yeah. stuff. So he does the, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not hitting you, I'm not hitting you, sort mm-hmm. of thing. But getting it really close, and then yeah. he did hit me right across the did. eye. Yeah, oh, right okay. across the okay. face. Okay. And right. I fell okay. to the okay. ground. <laughs> it. I think I was more shocked than anything, but I yeah. fell to the ground. Then I hear his pipe drop. And I hear like very fast feet as he takes <laughs> off, because he just knows okay. I'm gonna kill okay. him when I get up. Oh, okay, yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. The way that this all finished out, just uh, we I think did go okay to the mall. Okay, okay, <laughs> I won and yeah. I'm honorable. Yeah. Okay, okay, I was <laughs> but, wondering if that meant you won or if you lost. <laughs> but you know. uh, we he got to stand like in the garage and i stood mm. i don't know 10 feet 15 feet behind and got okay. to throw a volleyball at his back oh, as hard as okay. possible yeah, as yeah. kind of that sounds fair we're yeah. even and we'll move from there sort of thing yeah yeah 
so that's what we did. Uh, and uh, and yeah. Uh, and anyone with siblings that hears that story knows that that is a that is a completely fair trade off. Like that yeah. makes that makes all. I the think sense he also gave me all the land west of the Mississippi as part of that agreement, <laughs> nice. but I don't think he had any authority to do that. Okay, so. okay. Well, uh, you can cash in on it someday. Maybe I've lost uh, the paper. Yeah, so yeah. Just... <laughs> Definitely. Uh, what about oh, you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, well. So, I mean, I, I remember, like, I guess here's here's a not good one. I mean, this is a okay. good sibling conflict kind of thing. Uh, like, I remember, like, this is when I was way younger, you know, back in when, um, you know, believed in Tooth Fairy kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that back in this mm-hmm. time. So, I have, a, I have an older sister, and then I have two younger brothers. My younger brothers are maybe three or four. The one younger than me is maybe three or four years younger. But this is between me and my sister. We got into fights all the time. Uh, but we, we're great now. But we, we got into fights all the time. And there was one time that uh, my sister stole my money that came from the Tooth Fairy, right? Like, mm. that's, that's like, low blow, right? Uh, she took it. She's running around all over the place. And I'm chasing her, trying to get it back. And, like, she's on the opposite side of the table. And I'm like, okay, like, we're done with this. I take my backpack. has full of books and stuff. Mm. Throw my bag at her. Lands on her foot, breaks her toe, and so she's on crutches oh, for like man. the next uh, next month or so. Um, it was yeah, pretty brutal, pretty great. Um, you don't steal tooth fairy money. That's, that's just, right. That's just part that's of it. That's right. that's Did sacred you have to stuff. Pay? Uh, no, I with didn't. the tooth. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, you can keep it now. <laughs> no, I think I still took it back and then pushed her over. But I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of great stories like that. Like I mean, like there's another good one between my brothers, but I don't know. I'll, we will run out of time if I talk about all the ways we've hurt each other <laughs> as children. But yeah, no, so. Uh, siblings, you might have great stories, fun stories. Maybe have your stories about fights that you've had, uh, embarrassing stories that you would be what you'd like to tell about them to other people. Like there's there's all that stuff that that's out there, but it's it's just a an interesting dynamic when you have siblings. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of different ones you have. Maybe you have you know you you have one other sibling. Maybe you have three or four other siblings. I don't know how uh, how it goes, but there's all these different dynamics that play into it. And just it's super complex and interesting whenever you're trying to like break down statistics for it but um as we kind of get into the stats here i like i I brought up briefly 82 percent of children uh live with a sibling at least one right um which and whenever i can i got interested when i saw that to compare it to you know the parent child relationship and 70 percent of kids as a comparison live with two parents and that's biological or step parents mm. um like others like the other percentages they might live with grandparents or a single parent household or foster care things like that sure. but 82 percent throughout all of those <laughs> demographics they they live with a sibling of some sort um and so just uh it's it's more common to have I wonder if that's going to shift at all. I wonder if yeah, that's going to shift, if there'll be more, like, yeah. single-kid households. Or, yeah, yeah, or I mean, I yeah, the size of, I mean, it does seem like the size of... People are only having, like, level. average, yeah. like, a half a kid now, which doesn't <laughs> yeah. make hmm. sense. Interesting. But that is the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, that's right. That's, that's data for you. I mean, it's it's crazy. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd be interested to see that, too. But, um but a, a couple other things to talk about as far as siblings go. Um, it's kind of been found that given the closeness of age, uh, kids may be more likely to tell their siblings things that they may not tell their parents, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this might include typical topics like friendships, you know, relationships, who, who you're dating, who you're interested in, uh, things about school. Uh, but it all, this may also include some of the, you know, more serious things like, um, you know, abuse, drug use, pregnancy, 
self-harming or suicidal thought behaviors, uh, things like this, like they're things that we might share with a sibling that we wouldn't tell our parents, right? Um, probably wouldn't tell your parents that you got hit in the head with a pole and like gashed your head open. I don't know. Did, I don't know. Did you tell your parents? I, did, about I didn't one? believe very much. I'm not yeah. actually sure if I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I know yeah. that we have both used that story in sermons. Oh, okay, so they, they should know. <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really not on them. hiding it. It's anymore, really on but, them if they don't. Know. But yeah, um, I mean, there, <laughs> there, there are things that you that you might share with a sibling that you wouldn't you wouldn't tell your parents. Like, hey, don't tell don't tell mom and dad. Like, I'll you know I'll give you some mm-hmm. money. Yeah, you know. mm-hmm. um, but or we'll go to the mall. Today. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, this is this is stats. So this is in in science as well. Um, older siblings are a tad smarter than their younger ones. Agreed. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't my don't tell my sister that, but definitely tell my brothers about that. Uh, studies have shown, although uh, younger siblings are usually born with a higher IQ by the time they turn twelve, the tables turn around uh, for the f- first born first borns boins, uh, who gain a three point IQ average over their younger siblings. So that's that's stats, that's science. Um, hey, take that big brain uh, over here. <laughs> that's, that's you know that's what right. Can I say yeah, like my yeah. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> so um, here's another one. This is just kind of interesting. Uh, the more siblings you have, uh, it, the less likely you are to divorce as an adult. For every sibling someone has, their odds of divorce falls by two percent, at least according to at least according to one study that's out there. Mm. Um, more more siblings can mean more experience dealing with others that might and that might create an advantage when it comes to negotiating the ups and downs of marriage. If you've had to negotiate with siblings over and over again, so if you just have. But by that math, it's like if you have forty nine brothers and sisters, you're like solid. You know, yeah. their their relationships are not yeah. falling apart. I wonder. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's <laughs> dumb math, but it works. Uh, just kidding. I wonder what the breaking point of that is. Like, yeah, does I know, there come yeah. a point where okay, too many kids means like, yeah. Oh man, never yeah, got attention, I just, so I don't. Right. Yeah. 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 Where Where does that change there? So um. We won't uh, but, actually talk about but, any of that. It's oh, just no, stuff not that I'm at all. About. Yeah, yeah this, is just, this is just interesting. Because do, my brain is so Do huge. with this and, as the yeah, oldest. <laughs> the IQ just uh, just keeps going I just up. Can't help. Um, yeah, um, some of these are just kind of fun <laughs> stuff. Like, uh, but uh, here, here's one that's kind of interesting. Fights between siblings are natural. Uh, a study has said that siblings who are aged between three to seven years old are involved in fights three and a half times an hour. Um, oh. So that that's pretty good. Uh, the frequency is even worse with toddlers who reportedly fight every ten minutes. So, yes. um, so if you run a daycare, good luck to you. Um, yeah. But you know, there's uh, there's separate these, rooms. Yeah, separate rooms. Stay with <laughs> um, Yeah, so if, uh, fighting happens. If if you're a sibling, you've probably experienced that. Um, this one I think is uh, an important one to key in on too here at the end here. So, uh, according to one study. Uh, by the time kids with siblings are 11 years old, they spend roughly 33% of their free time with them. Uh, even as they get older and have more outside interests and obligations, children still spend at least 10 hours a week with their brothers and sisters. In large families, that number is more like 17 hours a week. Mm. So a huge amount of time, that's like a third of your free time, is spent with with a sibling, with someone that's in. Um, so just uh, the exposure and time alone is enough to say like this is a relationship that holds a huge amount of influence on a, on a person right um I, we, we talked about uh, some of those things that you know like I, there was another one that i didn't put in my notes but i saw somewhere like uh siblings if you have a an opposite gender sibling mm-hmm. like you're more likely to uh, be better in relationships with somebody like you're more likely to get dates and you know do all that stuff so um if your parents didn't have 
someone of the other gender. Sorry for you. There, there's a reason you have bad luck in love. Um, but I know that's <laughs> blame it on well, that. That's right. Blame your parents. Uh, that like we can go back to the last episode to talk about that relationship. Yeah, yeah. But um, but uh, let's get we'll get into the scripture here a little bit and talk about some siblings in the Bible. And unfortunately, we we rarely get examples of good sibling relationships in in scripture. I mean, there there are a few that you can find uh, here and there, but. But maybe that can be super relatable, seeing that uh, yes. as we grow up, we fight three or four times an hour, you know. Uh, but, you know, some of the names that, some of the, you know, more prominent names that come to mind, like Cain and Abel, like, yikes, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, they're known for, you know, Abel's known for getting killed by Cain. Um, he, oh, I mean, he offers the good sacrifice and stuff, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, th- that happens. Uh, Cain kills Abel. That's one of our earliest stories of, us. I mean, the first sibling siblings. Rivalry, right? yeah. Yeah, the first sibling uh, rivalry, and then Seth is just kind of there. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, then you have a story of Jacob and Esau, you know, all the conflict there with, you know, the birthright and uh, the blessing from uh, from their father. and Man, and parents oh, yeah. loving one over the other. You oh, know, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. Dad's yeah. kid, mom's kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. There's all sorts yeah, of yeah. dysfunction there. Yeah. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. But uh, then you get maybe a story like Joseph and his brothers, where they you know mm-hmm. leave him for mm-hmm. dead, like sell him off to the Egyptians and pretend that he was killed. Um, Though I have, so just just <laughs> to throw this I out have done this to before. try to yeah, oh, no. I, I tried to sell my brother yeah. off. Um, <laughs> there's uh, talking about relatable, and I know yeah, we're yeah. going to give a better example here in a moment. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is all, all that free time. Uh, in the statistics we talked about spending time Mm. I was just talking to somebody last night who said yeah my sister and I you know when Mm. we were at home we were Mm. constantly fighting all this stuff but now that they're both older and out of the house all that sort of stuff there's more of a you know we enjoy getting together and seeing each other all that sort of stuff and Joseph and his brothers his brothers had a reason to dislike him but not to do that but right. it's, yeah. reason, yeah. it's reasonable yeah. that they were right. the biggest fan of him that's true I mean he did but at the of... end of all of it there is this mm. after that separation there is this kind of uni- yeah. return yeah. to unity and coming back together and mm-hmm. you know it's okay yeah and, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah yeah that, I, yeah, that if all... you're fighting now there's hope for <laughs> that's right. what comes next yeah I, I think I've, I've told I've told people before, like it's it's crazy how much better your relationship with your siblings are once you don't have to see them all the time. Yeah, you know, like yeah. when it seems like as we went to college, it's like, man, we're super close. You know, not that we were bad before, but you know, there was a lot of fighting. But you get a lot closer, and things get a little different uh, once you. I mean, just the proximity of being together all the time yeah. causes problems. Yeah, but um, uh, here's an example that's a bit more positive, right? Mm-hmm. You have the story yeah. of uh, Moses and Miriam and Aaron who are. Our siblings in, in the Bible and uh, the whole story with Moses starting out, um, the Pharaoh decides, hey, we're going to kill the, kill the firstborn male of every Jewish family um, because they're too much and we need to, you know, deal with um, some population control kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, Moses' mom takes care of him, hides him, and then once she can't hide him anymore, puts him in the river. And his sister Miriam makes sure to watch over him the entire time they go down the river. Um, ends up getting Moses' mom to help take care of him anyway. It, like, it all works out. It's all great. Um, then, uh, I mean, you look further down the line. Moses is given this uh, crazy task of speaking to Pharaoh, asking him to release his entire workforce uh, to go out into the desert and worship yep. uh, their God and everything. And um, which, 
like if I mean if you're familiar with the story, it doesn't work out well um, at no. first, at least. But no, uh, but Moses is doubting himself, and Aaron steps up and really helps out with speaking to Moses, um, performing these wonders uh, that God has to work, um, and so like it, the relationships there are, are are good between between them. They all help each other out, and they work. Uh, there's some hiccups a little bit later on. Aaron builds a golden calf while Moses is getting the the law or the Ten Commandments. Um, Miriam spends some time gossiping about Moses' wife later on and is struck with this uh, terrible disease. Bad stuff like that. Oops. But <laughs> yeah, oops. Yeah, whoops. Um, but all, all that to say is like the there's there's biblical examples of dealing with siblings. And the example that we get from from them is more of let's support each other and grow and do, do the right things. But um, but here's a here's a scripture from Jesus talking, and what he says I'm gonna use it to make a point that doesn't sound like it fits, but I think it does. Uh, so Jesus is talking uh, to a crowd. Uh, it says uh, this is in Matthew chapter 12, 46 through 50. It says while Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside. Uh, wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. Uh, He replied to them, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Uh, Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. So um, that that kind of sounds like when you read that, that Jesus doesn't care about his siblings, doesn't care about his mom, things like that. Um, I don't think that's the case. What, what I think Jesus is trying to get at is uh, our physical relationships in the world, they have a way of informing our spiritual relationships in the world. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1, is, is kind of another example that says, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. So the terminology used to describe the relationships within the body of Christ, it's meant to invoke the deepest feelings of familiarity and closeness, right? That's why God is described as Abba Father in Romans 8. Like he, it's Abba Father for those who are led by the Spirit of God, which is basically Daddy, Papa, you know, mm-hmm. like, like what a kid would call their dad. Um, but uh, as we talk about New Testament writing, fellow, fellow Christians are mentioned as brothers and sisters over and over again as, as the writers are trying to talk to them. Now, uh, I will recognize that sometimes this terminology can be problematic. Someone that has a bad relationship with their father, you know, uh, there's abuse or things like that. You don't want to see God as father because the words, you know, uh, like uh, that's not what you want to think of as dad. God is not bad. His dad is hurtful. Uh, Same thing with siblings. Like my siblings are jerks. I don't want to think about my brothers and sisters in Christ as jerks. But the terminology can be problematic, but it's not supposed to be is what I'm kind of getting at. Living within the pattern, kind of like we mentioned last time we were together, um, it means seeing the biological plan in which we were created to exist. So, yeah, mom and dad, <laughs> they create children. Uh, you're supposed to, the children are supposed to honor mom and dad. That relationship's supposed to work out. Like, that's how God built it to, to function. Um, but we live within this unit, and the call continues for mankind to follow in the example of God. We love each other. And create things, right? Like that's that's kind of the idea. Like we live in this relationship with one another, and we're supposed to build, right? We're supposed to w- work the garden, if you will, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Um, make make things. Um, so, when we read scripture that says something about how to treat our brothers and sisters, uh, we we can immediately go to thinking, well, it's talking about Christian brothers and sisters, and so it's uh, we shouldn't think, well, the scriptures aren't talking about my actual siblings, but about 
Christian brothers and sisters, so I shouldn't read it as if it's talking about sure. my, my siblings, you know, my blood relatives. Um, and uh, I, I think that mindset is overlooking something that's really important as far as like, um, so like we talked about how parents are this foundational relationship and what they do, what they teach, all that stuff. It kind of sets the foundation for where we go as people. Um, and maybe it's not to the same extent or maybe more based on the stats. You know, if you have uh, like seeing as more people have sibling relationships and spend this much time with them and maybe more so even than parents today, um, they're foundational relationships as well that shape who we become as human beings, right? Yeah, uh, even yeah. so a couple of thoughts, even yeah. the statistics from earlier, right, of. Uh, having a you know if you're a boy having a sister or a girl mm. having a brother helps within dating relationships mm. marriage relationship stuff later yeah. on yeah yeah well you might read a verse that talks about your marriage relationship and go oh you know i need to have these sort of connections treat my wife this way or treat mm. but you know i don't need to worry about my fi- no yeah, yeah missing the point it's yeah. how our relationships are conducted mm. this isn't about siblings but Jesus's conversation about mm. or with the Pharisees about them saying, you know, sorry, mom and dad, I can't help you because I've already given this money yeah. over to God. And Jesus mm. says, you're giving that money over to God by taking care of your family. If you're yeah, not taking yeah. care of your family, yeah. you're worse than an unbeliever. Right. And so this idea of like, yeah, mm. serve God. Yes. Serve other people or serve God by serving other people. Mm. But honor your father and mother, man. Yeah. That's a commandment right. for a reason. Uh, yeah. So there is very much overlap between spiritually or other relationships that we're involved in our Christian family. Mm-hmm. There's overlap with our physical family as well. Yeah. Now, one yeah. ultimately wins out over the other one right. if it comes right. to that. But right. one informs the other, like you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and what, it, what all it really gets down to is like how, how we treat our siblings is going to have some bearing or a lot of bearing on how we're going to treat our Christian family, mm-hmm. how we, the way that these relationships work out with our siblings is going to affect the way we deal with other people in the world just in, in general. Right. Um, like with the whole dating marriage, things like that, even just problem solving, uh, resolving conflict with others, you know, um, how we, how we d- deal with our siblings is going to have some bearing on how that goes because that's who we grew up with. That's who we spend time with. That's who has influence on us. Um, now, with, with that said here, a few scriptures for us to think about as we kind of move into the, the practical side of things as well. I'm going to just read a couple scriptures and then we'll just move on into the, the practical side. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. First uh, John chapter mm-hmm. 4, verse 20 says, If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. So, um... So uh, we think about some of those some of those verses, and when you see brother mentioned in there, you can think, well, like I think our mind can go to immediately. Well, he's not talking about my my sibling brother, but he is very much so. I mean, they, maybe even more so because it's like brother is the example of how you treat the others out in mm-hmm. the world, right? Um, see others as if they are your brother, like so you better have a good relationship with your brother, right? Um, because that's who he's, what he's trying to appeal to. So, and you don't uh, get to choose who those people are, mm, and mm. you're not going to get to choose <laughs> the right, people that right. come into the Christian family yeah, as well. Yeah. You have to figure out the mm-hmm. working with them sort of thing and all yeah, this. So yeah, yeah, it's very much 
your brother and your brother. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, both all together. Um, so here's here's something to think about uh, as far as the practical side goes, especially for uh, you who are maybe teenagers that are, you know, trying to mature in your faith. Think of your home as a mission field, right? Uh, we we get in our heads that we just have to be Christians around people that are, you know, out there at school, whatever it is. Uh, no, a lot of siblings look to their siblings as some of their greatest influences. I've had, I've know that I've asked questions in, in class a few times about like who's somebody that you really look up to, and I've had kids say, well, my my older brother or you know somebody that maybe a brother that has graduated or someone that's uh, kind of off on their own. They see them as an example and you know uh, look up to them. So uh, recognize the opportunity that you have to be an extremely important example to someone. And I, I don't mean to do this like in a fake way, you know, like uh, sometimes we can come to church and put on a face of like, oh, this is who I <laughs> this is who I am, like acting like a Christian or go out to school, like pretending to be something good whenever you struggle. Uh, be an example to your sibling about how to deal with failure, uh, how to grow, how to be better. Uh, don't pretend to be an example of perfection, but be an example of a Christian, someone who leans on God whenever you know, you make mistakes or do something wrong. Um, but also, you know, work to do the right things and be an example of doing the right things in in your house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but I kind of say that in a way of, like, you know, you get to be real around your siblings, right? I don't know if that you, yeah. have, an, you have an option. Yeah. Uh, they, they know who you are more than anything, so um, just make sure who you are is being a light to them. So um, second practical thing, serve. Uh, sibling rivalry is a very serious thing. It happens all the time. Like we've talked about some of those things. Um, like you might be breaking your sister's foot for tooth fairy money. I don't know what's happening, but like I know that usually like the way it worked for our sibling rivalry, since there's four of us, it's usually like three of us would team up on one of them, right? mm-hmm. or like you know we, we just kind of pick out the weaker one. That's how yeah. it works. Um, but it's it's a thing, and uh, we as we as people we have this desire to be the king and queen of the castle, right? We want to be the top. Uh, we want to be the greatest in the kingdom, just like the disciples were kind of arguing around. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, like who, like which of us is the greatest? Tell us which one. And Jesus says that the greatest in the kingdom will be like a servant. Uh, so when everyone's looking to the, uh, when everyone is looking to the needs of others, it's pretty amazing how everyone is built up from that. So make it your mission to be the greatest in the kingdom by serving. Um, we mentioned the Proverbs uh, verse a minute ago about how a a brother is born for a time of adversity, right? Uh, be there in adversity. When times are tough, uh, you can be the one that your siblings lean on. So, sure, give each other a hard time, crack jokes at one another, pick on one another, do all those things. Uh, but when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, be dependable. Be somebody that uh, is a rock in times of difficult things that are going on. So, uh, those those are some things, some ideas there. Uh, just treat each other well. You know, like... Um, you can think of home as a place to practice your Christianity almost. Like, yeah. uh, you know, we go out into the world and we try to put on this face of doing our best. At home is is where you build the real you, I guess. Like, sure, yeah. You, you are working on those things to be a better Christian, be a better person, and you have an opportunity to be an incredible influence on somebody that you spend a third of your time with, you know, yeah. um, growing up. And, and ideally you're not working to, we're not working for acceptance or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there, right. Like you would be in other places. Right. So there's room for 
mistakes mm. and mm-hmm. more genuineness and honesty yeah, because yeah. your sibling will continue to remain your sibling yeah. tomorrow. Uh, whereas, well, if I say this to my friend, they might leave me tomorrow. You know, so you yeah. have this opportunity of this is who I am or I'm going to try to figure out who I am yeah. and maybe if they're older they'll help me or maybe we can you know I'll be shaped by this stuff right. but it's okay if it happens here because they will remain my sibling sort of thing yeah you're there whether they like it or not yes and so uh, and and they're there whether you like it or not <laughs> um and it's it's something that I'm, I'm going to mention here in a second something that can be either really really terrible or something that can be really really mm-hmm. uh, beautiful and amazing in your yeah. life so um, brothers, uh, as we get into the conclusion here, uh, brothers and sisters fight. We have those stories from the uh, Old Testament. The very first group of siblings fought, right? Uh, and not to a good end. Yeah. But uh, fighting happens. Hopefully you're not, like, killing each other. But, sorry, I don't know why I said that. That would be different. But yeah, that'd be very, yeah, that's another topic. We'll talk about murder or something. Murder, no, that's just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's just kidding. Uh, but, uh Sometimes that feels inevitable, living in close quarters, you know, you're sharing bathrooms, you're, you're one in the front seat, you're dealing with the injustice of not getting your turn on the video games, you know, we, mm-hmm. we fight, it happens. Uh, there's a common theme in the stories of some of the siblings mentioned earlier. Jacob and Esau had this huge falling out, but later in the story, there's a beautiful moment where there is forgiveness and reconciliation, they come back together, things are good. Same with Joseph and his brothers. This, they sell him into slavery, play it off like he died. Um, like I said, Joseph may have like tried to, well, he said something that may have made him deserve it, or in their sibling's mind. <laughs> sure. uh, if you're a sibling, you know what I'm talking about. They deserve it. It goes in your head. But same with Joseph and his brothers. Uh, they do all that, and years go by, and they correct everything, you know, mm-hmm. everything's made better. Like yeah. they show up and uh, Joseph shows forgiveness. They show repentance. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they come back together and there's reconciliation, right? Um, Jesus tells the story of, a pro- of the prodigal son, goes off, sins, wastes away his inheritance. The rebuke comes at the end of it when the older son harbors bitterness towards his younger brother. Yep. So he knows that the younger brother went and did all the wrong stuff, and the father celebrating his return. The older brother's rebuke because he just harbors this this bitterness towards him. Why why haven't you celebrated me like you celebrate him? Uh, the picture of siblings in the Bible. There's a there's a big big time theme that we can get away from that we can take away from a lot of those stories, and it's one of reconciliation. Uh, a relationship that has been broken is made whole again. Like that happens over and over in these sibling stories. But uh, Jesus gives this command in Matthew chapter five, verse twenty-three and twenty-four. Therefore, if you have an offering, uh, therefore if you are offering your gift at the altar and remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and reconcile with them. Then come and offer your gift. So uh, the sibling relationship is one that exists as possibly or maybe most likely the longest relationship you'll experience in your life. Um, Odds are it'll it'll outlast the relationship with your parents. Even uh, it'll outlast it'll outlast your relationship with friends. Uh, how that relationship goes will have a lot of bearing on how you see the world and interact with others. So as Christians, we need to do our best to make those relationships godly. So so when there are fights, work it out. <laughs> when there's trouble, be a source of comfort. When there are needs, do your best to meet them. Uh, our relationship with our siblings can be a beautiful blessing that lasts a lifetime if we all decide we want to put in the work to make it so. So those are kind of our thoughts for today. Um, 
I don't, I don't know where you're at with your siblings. Uh, make sure that you, you work things out, make things good, um, because they're going to mean a lot to your life. Uh, you may not appreciate them now, <laughs> what's going on with them now, um, but if if you guys can get on the same page as what you're working towards um, and we're working towards Christ, it can be something really great. Uh, any other thoughts? Uh, one time, my, my brothers used this in a sermon a bunch mm-hmm. before, but uh, one time my dad said, when my brother and I, I guess, were fighting or something, said, one day you boys are going to love each other. Uh, of Just, you know, look look ahead. Don't get so mm-hmm. caught up in now and use this as a good opportunity to go, maybe we shouldn't fight over this stupid mm-hmm. thing. Or maybe they don't deserve this yeah, uh, right. hit across the face or broken toe. or Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're not too extreme with what we did. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully we are. I hope you guys aren't doing. <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys aren't doing those things. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, yeah, like, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, you know, mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. think ahead to where this stuff is going and how your relationship with them reflects mm-hmm. uh, your relationship with other people you don't get to choose yeah. uh, within yeah. within your church family. Yeah, and I mean, you have a you have a great opportunity to be an incredible influence on at, at least one to two people's lives, depending on how many siblings you have. You have an incredible opportunity with someone that's stuck with you uh, to make right. it to to make it really good and glorify God in the way you treat your siblings. Yeah. So, um, all right, I think that's it. Well, if there's nothing else, I guess we'll wrap. So see you next time. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Through the Maze podcast. This is the part where we navigate teen life together. Subscribe and like this podcast, share it with friends, leave a comment about your experience dealing with the issues we talked about. We don't pretend to have all the answers. We'd love to see you share what has worked for you and what hasn't worked. What are your stories about dealing with today's topic? It's also an opportunity to share a word of encouragement as we try to understand where Christ is leading us as we navigate through the maze.